Hey, what's going on guys? AP right here. This was a more of a spontaneous recording for myself. I wanted to get something raw, introspective and honest out there to everybody. Because I felt like, you know what? If I'm going to make a return to the podcasting scene, I thought I'd create something that's very different, unique, special and very powerful. Something that's going to leave an impact on even if at least it is one person's day. This was a spontaneous recording. This was something that I didn't really plan, no preparation, no discussion, no talk. I just felt like coming out here on a Sunday evening, which is quite a beautiful Sunday evening, and just talking on the microphone about what's been going on in my head. Recently, I've made one of the toughest decisions of my entire life. It was a decision that I had to call a day for the friendship group that I was with for about roughly six to seven years. It was very, very tough. Mentally, it's a demoralizing thing to do. The reason why I did it is because I needed to be around like-minded people that had the same adventures and same goals as myself. Not everyone's going to have the same goals as myself, but the retrospective is, is they're absolute killers towards their goals. They're striking down on any type of opportunity that's given to them, and they're always individuals that are strong critical thinkers and always looking to find some sort of progression in their life, whether it's inside or outside of fitness. That was something that was very important, and I felt like I never detailed that with the recent friend group, and it hurt me a lot to call it a day, and it wasn't something that became of absolute ease. Whether I turned off the microphones or not, and what I did, during this discussion, it was difficult. It was a very, very tough decision because these individuals within the context of my life and where it was placed in my life, I truly treasured and appreciated their moments that I had because they experienced the downs, the lows and the somewhat progression of my life from this point on. They saw it all and it was something that I truly appreciated even during the roughest of circumstances with the friend group and even during the highest of circumstances with the friend group. I'm not gonna deny and say here I'm a perfect person because I'm not. There's been many times in my life where I've created fucked up mistakes and many issues within my own life that have been absolutely my responsibility. And it's something that I need to take into falter and into play. But one thing I really always like to go back to particularly is always looking back on this year. 2022 so far has been probably one of the craziest years of my entire life. But I say this with every single year that has progressed in my life, that every single year becomes better and greater than ever. 2020 was the greatest year of my life and then it was counteracted by 2021 being the greatest year of my entire life and 2022 is on board and on track to being the greatest year of my entire life. I have said that for every single year so far from 2018 all the way up to now being 2022. I have become a mentally stronger person than I ever have because of the circumstances that occurred already this year. But my whole life has been mental, literally, it's been crazy. The type of life that I have had recently has been nothing short but absolutely astonishing. So the decision to make what I had to make was about a week ago was not an easy thing to concur to. But however, if I did not do anything at all, it would have been a constant vicious cycle and a psychological manipulation of whether I was doing the adequate job as myself as a friend and as a leader of a pack of individuals, or was I becoming an individual that was becoming a pawn and a sheep to what could have been something that could have deprivated me in the long run. I have to also remember and note that not every single individual in my lifetime is going to be there from day one. This is how it is. The friends that you hanged around with in high school will likely not be there when you're 30 years old. And the individuals that you hung around with in primary school are probably not gonna be there in high school. We have to have realistic expectations. I have barely met anybody and associated with somebody that came from high school. It's not that I don't want to, however, life just comes in the short and nutrition and play. There is people from high school that still support me, and I generally appreciate that. 
I see him on social media, always double tapping on my Instagram posts or checking how I'm doing. And it's always nothing short of appreciated and respected and admired from these individuals because they are good people, whoever do do it. Regardless of even if they didn't like and tap it, they're always there to support and always assure that I'm all good. I wouldn't have these individuals on my social media if I didn't feel that they were inadequate or inadequate enough. I always make sure that I hang around the right people and do not sell myself out for anything. Money, profit, material, any of that stuff. However, I want to create a generational wealth. The reason why I want to create this generational wealth is because of my family. I truly care about my family. A family business is more than anything to me an absolute priority now at 24 years old than what it was at 20. It was more so about other individuals, but this time it's about my family, not about my friends. My friends are a secondary. Myself is a secondary. My family now at 24 years old are the absolute priority because I don't know how long, much longer this reign is going to run for. Just like anything else or like the Roman Empire, at some point it all dies out. It all completely finishes and vanishes. Presidencies, actors, death, life, birth, and start to finish. It all has a beginning and it all has an ending. However, one thing that I was never circumstanced with was opportunities. Opportunities were something that tremendously lacked for me, particularly when I was younger. Opportunities were just straight up never there for me because I was the one that had the four, three disabled brothers, because I had the strict family, because I never drove and because I didn't have any money, because I wasn't a handsome guy who was on steroids that used to live the rave life. I wasn't a female who had a big ass and had some solid, you know, solid following on Instagram of about two to 5,000 individuals that were still able to get their advantages because no offense, there's thirsty men out there and there's horny men and there's also women out there that proclaim themselves to be queens. However, I'm not that type of guy. As you would know, I'm an incredibly honest, realist, brutal with life and the philosophies of how I approach it. I didn't get this from no Jordan B. Peterson. I didn't get this from no Tim Grover. I didn't get this from Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or any stoic philosophers. I got this from life experience itself. Life is a powerful philosophy lesson. It always will be a constant philosophy lesson for everybody out there that is listening to this right now. You can hear it my very, very honest and introspective thoughts on everything that has occurred around me so far within 2022 and in my life so far. The reason why I'm making this here today is because it's almost becoming like a journal. Life is a philosophy lesson and I've learned all my lessons through the circumstances of life more so than reading a book, more so than listening to a YouTube video, more so than listening to a 10 minute introspective lyrical journey of a song or even listening to the notes of jazz, rock, or even soul and R&B. This is very important to remember and realize that you need to learn lessons in your life in order for you to grow and develop and learn. This is something that I tremendously lacked when I was 18 years old. I wasn't mature enough yet, but who is? We never get it at 18 years old. And if you have gotten it at 18 years old, you're developing at an absolutely tremendous rate that should be respected and admired by family, friends, and peers around you. However, at 24 years old, I still haven't clicked onto what life is. The insecurities are still there. The dark side is still there for me. Well, the dark sides never disappear, really. But it's the thing that keeps me fueled and fired every single day, is my family. And regardless of all the circumstantial issues that I do have in my life, family is absolutely number one to me, more than anything else in this world. The reason why I want to build a generational wealth is because I've always been the underdog in my life. There was never an opportunity in my life where I wasn't the odd one out, or I didn't stick out like a sore thumb. There has been many times and occasions within my life that I was laughed and belittled at for what I did as a person. Let's all start all the way back in primary school. When I was in primary school, I had to go through the struggles and difficulty of speech and patterns. I struggled tremendously with speaking and talking to people 
many of a life because I had issues with anxiety and I also was never able to comprehend and understand sentences before spitting them out to individuals. I would always just spit it out and it would never make incoherent sense to anybody at all. And there was always constant confusion, puzzling, and there was always a need to feel to be the part of the popular pack. However, that was never the case as I started to transition slowly into a different and more better primary school, which was a Newton primary school. Yes, I did have a potential learning disability to start off my entire life, but it was never something I read into nutrition until my parents taught me, told me when I was about a bit of an older adult, roughly around 20 to 21 years old is when they told me. So when I moved into primary school, I met my best mate there, Stefan Dillon, and I want to give him a shout out and appreciation because Stefan has been there for half of, over half of my life and I truly appreciate what that man has meant to me in my life and he has been like a brother. He has been like a soldier and he has been some of the stuff that I've seen him go through as a man has been nothing short of absolutely spectacular. And what I mean by true killers and the individuals that stand out to me the most, Stefan Dillon is one of those individuals that has stand out to me and is a guy that I truly love like a brother from another mother and I truly appreciate what Stefan Dillon has done for me as a man and as an individual and I truly truly am nothing short but blessed and that the man of God himself has allowed me to associate with an individual like Stefan right at the same time the universe works in strange and unusual ways how we work and how everything operates in our lives all comes down to timing placement and context Stefan was there in primary school and we just happened to be and another individual I met during there was Austin Young Austin Young also has become one of my best friends and is an absolute dude who has absolutely pushed me to my mental limits and to my physical limits because he's been an individual that's been there since day one. And the story that was told by any individual when we did trade was that we were in good life success one day and we actually just met up when Austin said, are you Aaron Parker? And I said, yeah, I am. And from that point on, we just happened to really get along tremendously. We didn't just get along all right. We got along absolutely phenomenally. And I still remember our Saturday night sessions that we would have a good life doing overhead pressing, bench pressing, and rows. <coughs> Excuse me, that was a huge sneeze. <laughs> but what I love about this whole entire journey so far is that life patterns come into place. And these life patterns that have come into place have been nothing short of spectacular, incredible, and absolute fun. Primary school was really crazy for me. I wasn't really a popular guy. However, I was an individual that was known by people, but was never popular, never popular. I was just known, but I still remember many times in my life where I was with Michael Jackson coming up on stage and trying to do the tippy toe on the shoes that Michael used to do, and I almost tripped over onto the crowd of year one kids. <laughs> but this is the thing about life, man, is that you always got to go after it and go get it. Because if you don't have to go get it, you're going to have many regrets when you're in that later stages of your life, and it's time for you to move on and die. This is all a part of regrets. I still have regrets to this day, and people say they don't have regrets are lying. They're compulsively lying about it as well. Many people have many regrets about it. However, the circumstances of your life do not come into fruition in place for a reason. There has to be reasons why tragedy, sadness, and darkness happens in your life. To teach you a learning lesson, to tell you to pull back, to tell you to relax, to tell you to do something to adjust a certain game plan. So that's why when darkness occurs, you need to sit down into it for a bit of time. High school was crazy. High school was a period that truly, truly became the good kid mad city type of face. I remember individuals back in high school and it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy because there was many, many times that I truly thought when I was in high school, I was becoming and going onto the inevitable road of becoming an absolute failure to my family, to my friends and to everybody that was associated with my family. I was working at KFC in Southlake during year 11s and year 12. 
And it was an alright job for the time being. Looking back on it, it was a job that I straight up was happy that I quit. I keep bullshitting to people say that I wasn't happy that I quit and that I didn't have a job. However, life works as it is. I needed to experience failure. I needed to really experience true, true darkness in a rough period of time during the early university period. This was a time that I really needed to grow a pair and step my game up as an individual. High school was a time that I truly became, what you would say, soft. I became soft and I truly disgraced my family. I disgraced myself and I disgraced the friends that truly believed in me because I was never able to step up and get to the plate to grow a pair and combat those individuals and those demons around me that I still needed to fight. I was a very opinionated individual, but the same thing, I struggled tremendously with comprehension and discussion. It was something that was just straight up not in my forte. Even when I wasn't on social media a lot, I was still struggling tremendously. However, during this period in time, just like any other teenager that was in high school, I was on social media a lot. And a lot of the things that I said on social media became tremendously disliked by my colleagues and my friends at high school. And I used to get picked on for these opinions because I was almost like a quote unquote opinionated individual with what I had to say, particularly what I had to say with the Essendon drugs, drug scandal that occurred in the AFL. I was incredibly opinionated and very disappointed in the AFL football club and what had occurred. However, a lot of people did not agree with my circumstances and what I had to say. But every time I used to post, it always used to feel like I was an absolute target and a bullet for individuals to shoot at. It was too easy for individuals. I made it too easy because I made myself and put myself in a position of weakness and absolute vulnerability for those individuals who had the insecurities to point at me. If you had to go at me for something like an opinion, it was rough. But I understood and I had to quote unquote play along with it. While I didn't want to really play along with it and I wasn't proud of playing along with it, I was very disappointed in myself and how I handled myself on social media. And it was absolutely something that I definitely needed to change as an individual. Going into university period now, I was only under 37 ATAR. I was truly doing really bad academically. I was struggling tremendously with essay writing. I was struggling tremendously with still having to try and comprehend sentences. There was many times in my life that I truly just wanted to finish it off. Call it a day, end it all. However, during this period as well, during year 11 and 12, I went through a tremendous weight loss phase that really changed the attitude of many individuals around me into what you would say a completely different game perspective on how they would look at me as an individual until once again, I had a lot of opinions on social media that a lot of people just straight up weren't happy about. However, during this weight loss phase, I was becoming a little bit arrogant, as you would say, because a lot of people were raving and praising about AP. However, this was something that I really sucked in and enjoyed. It was an insecurity of mine, and I'd say it was, it was fragile as from me. Very, very fragile. Because at this point in time, I was doing a lot of things that just weren't right and weren't logically making sense when it came to how I lost that weight. I did two hours of cardio every single day for about maybe roughly 200 consecutive days in a row. I was truly becoming obsessive and I went on a crash diet of smoothies and chicken salads every single day to ensure that I got on that weight loss. But that weight loss wasn't for me. That weight loss was for the individuals that called me fat or used to think I was fat, but they never used to tell me that. And when they did used to tell me that, they did it after I became 75 kil uh, 30 kilos less than what I was before. When I started, I was 105 kilograms. Now I was at this period in time, roughly starting around year 11 at 75 kilograms. So I lost a total of about 30 kilograms period. This was very impressive. And a lot of people noticed the huge weight loss. Even teachers noted that it was an incredibly impressive transformation that I had to make in order to make this happen. 
But this is where my passion for fitness and health really started to become into nutrition. But this would not be the end of my weight loss phase. As of course, when I was in university, I was struggling with a lot of darkness as I quit my self-like job because I was becoming too cocky and arrogant at these positions as well. And this is an issue, pride. Pride was a massive issue for me. I truly struggled tremendously with pride and it was something that I was straight up not proud of. It was something I wasn't proud of because it really, really, really took a lot out of me to try and make sure that I pleased everybody around me. And I truly never pleased myself. And I still maybe have it to this day. Maybe this is what I do, what I do every single day. And maybe this takes some soul searching. And that's what I had to go through during this early university period. While I had friends around me, these weren't friends. These were people that I just saw and were placebos to what was going to occur in my life that truly changed everything. This time as well, I was with that current friend group that I talked about earlier on that I got rid of. And while I am absolutely grateful for the things that they did for me, while I was struggling tremendously financially, and while I was struggling to make sure that I was keeping some sanity in my life, one thing that I was not proud of was the binge drinking that I was occurring to during this period in time. I was a massive binge drinker, and it was something that I truly still to this day am not happy about. Yes, we all go through our 18 to 21 year old period in phases of alcohol. However, the amount of alcohol that I was consuming every single weekend was becoming borderline dangerous and absolutely not healthy at all for my body. This is not Australian culture. This is not the 18 to 21 year old stereotypes. This was an insecure, broken man that truly can never get his shit together because all he ever knew was to consume the alcohol to make sure that he knew how to express his true personality and true self. That is not a way to go about life. That is not a way to go about anything and how to solve your problems with alcohol. Alcohol is never the answer to anything when it comes to resolving that type of stuff. And if you still have to do that at the ages of 21 plus, or even 22 or 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, or even still to this day, you need to go get yourself checked out. And I pray for you, brother or sister, that you make sure that you get yourself checked out because it is not an issue that is something that could be taken lightly at all. It's something that you absolutely need to get yourself checked out with because it's something that you cannot rely yourself on alcohol. And do not get me wrong, alcohol is excellent. Not in the fact that it can get you drunk, but it's just a really good way to connect with individuals and be able to just have a drink and talk and discuss. However, I drink alcohol for the taste of alcohol. I truly enjoy the taste of alcohol. I love to have a delicious pint of Guinness and a delicious glass of red wine, or even a fire shot of fireball whiskey with a glass of ice, or like I said, some terramana from the rock. Yes, I have tried terramana once and it is absolutely delicious with some very cold ice in it. We don't have it here in Australia, but I have tried it once when I was with my American friend. Shout out to him. Anyway, during this period in time, I was struggling a lot with a lot of things. Darkness, depression, everything, social anxiety. I was an insecure, broken man. I had everything going for me and I failed. It was truly something. The genre, the story, everything, everything. I had the whole entire little underdog story going my way and I fucked up. I fucked up. And I'm truly, truly, truly to this day still hurt about that period in time as well. However, whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stronger. It's a cliche quotation, but I can tell you what, that shit can play into filtration massively in your life. And it can really mean some serious, serious sentiment for some individuals out there. I remember the breaking point for me. There was a couple breaking points, but this was definitely one of my biggest breaking points, period. 
when I was um, when I was at a McCallum Park in Coma, you know, and um, my parents were away for a holiday, and um, you know I was just with the carer. I was all good to go play basketball and stuff like that. And um, one of my mates' um, brothers at this time, a lot of people around us and stuff like that, were playing one v one. I was just playing my toughest defense that I could, you know, because obviously I have to guard these individuals and everything like that. And you know what? Like, to this point, like, this is where the issues came into place, is that I tried to play the 1v1 with him, and, um, you know, nothing really seemed to come into place. And um, he got really upset at me. And obviously, like, that was my mate's brother, so I didn't really, I didn't want to go at him. And obviously, one of the best ways to make sure that there is no fight happening, of course, is just to step away. However, with that step away as well, I was embarrassed. You know, every, everyone was cheering on um, the brother and no one was really cheering on me. And um, I was hurt by that. And not only was I hurt by that, at this point I was at my lowest point, man. Constantly drinking alcohol, having muscle spasms inside the university lectures, bare minimal sleep. Everything was struggling for me, man. I had nothing going my way. And unfortunately, at this point, the only thing I could notice was the butcher knife. And the butcher knife at this point when I walked into the dark home with all the lights off and everyone in bed, I truly thought that this may have been my time to really commit suicide. And, um, you know, at this point in time, I just wanted to end it all because there was nothing there for me, man. Um, not even just from that situation with my mate's brother, but just in the situation that I was constantly drinking alcohol, there was no progression, I had no job, no car license, no nothing. And people can excuse me by saying, oh, you had university. Big fucking deal. That's not an excuse not to get a job. And this was something I tremendously lacked. During my spare time, I did absolutely sweet fuck all. I watched TV, listened to music, and that was it. The same vicious cycle all over again with everything. And it was not something I was proud of at all. And it should be something that no one should be proud of at all. It's not an accomplishment at all to fail at these type of things. It's a failure to, to not do something that you truly love and have a passion for. And this was something I generally did not find. Yes, I was weight training at this time, but even then weight training was just becoming supplementation and just a little bit of an escape crew of everything that was going on inside my life. Anyway, during this time, the final dagger in the trigger was when I was at my mate's house and a really good mate's house of mine, and we were all having drinks. However, I had too much. I just kept sipping away, sipping away, sipping away, sipping away, sipping away. And then at this point, when I had all those drinks, I had too much and I was on the ground fainting, calling it a day. Now, I've had many incidents like this when I was 24. I wouldn't lie to you. There was times where I yacked up a stack inside taxis, inside my mate's bathrooms and everything like that. It wasn't an uncommon thing at this point in time. However, this one was truly the tremendous dagger on top because I had to confront my parents about this situation at about 10 p.m. when they were still up. So they saw me absolutely knackered off my face, on the ground, in bed, and they had to tuck me in. But what was the true, true dagger is that I almost died that night from alcohol poisoning and choking on my own vomit. Because I never wasn't in the correct head position and neck position at this point in time, I lacked up tremendously to try and ensure that I could move my head in my mouth so I could let my mouth seep all the vomit out onto the floor. And at this point in time, I couldn't do it because I was so fucked up and so drunk that I was even not even close into a chance to do so. And from this point on, my mum saved my life. She heard me choking on my own vomit. And no kidding you, I was probably maybe a second away from being dead. My life was saved by my own mother. And from this point on, I owe my life to her. 
And I really do. But this was the point where everything changed. It truly, truly changed. You know, at this point as well, I was obviously doing some stuff at the university with a club. And, um, you know, obviously I thought that was the place for me. However, it wasn't. And unfortunately, we had to part ways. But that's fine. It is what it is. You know, that's a part of the past. And um, I understood where he came from with what he needed from that direction. I got a little bit too emotional about it. And um, that was on me as well. And that was definitely something when I talk about responsibility and taking responsibility, that was definitely something I needed to take responsibility for and take blame for because that was something I should not have been as emotional about as I should have been because he was a good man, this individual, um, and I really appreciate him. And I hope he's listening tonight uh, or today to this podcast. And um, I truly appreciated him. And I still do to this day, man. Anyway, continuing on, one thing that I needed to really improve upon at this point now was finding myself. I needed to really find myself and I needed to lose a weight all over again. As I was getting to this point at 110 kilograms, 110 kilograms at six, about 5'11 to 6 foot. I needed to improve and I needed to get something going in my life to try and get better. I didn't know what that was. So I needed to go soul searching and find out what it was. So I decided to think about the darkness and I needed to channel into the dark side one last time again. And this is something that I feel like a lot of people do not do, is channel that darkness. And when I channeled that darkness, and I thought to my parents, and when I saw my parents that next morning, I couldn't confront them about what happened, and why I drank so much alcohol, and stuff like that. Because they said, man, we shouldn't have probably raised an individual like you. Because I feel embarrassed and disgraced about myself as a parent. And from that point, um, that was kind of that was kind of the change. That's where it all started for me. From that point, and when I heard that from my parents, I had to change. I had to change. And I had to really envision myself in a new light. I had to envision myself in a completely different atmosphere, a completely different scenario to what was going on now. And then I was starting to really get into license, license, uh, driving license and everything like that. Obviously I needed to get a car and I needed to start driving. So I did. And it was all actually going very splendid and well until COVID-19 hit. I was getting those hours that I needed, you know, it was all getting signed and everything like that. You know, I was, I took my time as well. At this point I was about 22 and I did it. Um, you know, obviously, it was a bit of a tough one and a tough cookie with COVID-19 kicking into place at around March, April, or something like that for the lockdown. But I was able to get it done. And this was something that around July 2020, I accomplished and did. So I was quite happy about that. Excuse me about that. Sorry, I had to go get my bottle of water. <laughs> so... I did that and I accomplished that. I became, you know, something more. And this was something that I was very, very proud of. I was very, very impressed by it. And then I needed to lose the weight. So I lost the weight. I went from 110 all the way to 84 kilograms. That's a huge, huge weight loss. That's about 26 kilograms. I lost that. And I was very, very happy and proud about losing weight like that. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't track calories. I didn't do any of that stuff, man. Um, man, I just did it. I just did it. I trained. 
I worked my ass off, played sports. Uh, I truly didn't think about it, man. Um, I really, really did not think about it at all when it came to training. Um, I just, I just went with it, man. I just went with the whole entire thing of, of it all. And uh, this was something that I feel like really took me to different places, man. Um, when it came to training, when it came to all of that. So I was quite proud, quite happy about myself and what I, what I was doing with my training. You know what I mean? Um, it was a completely different ballpark, different step into everything. And, you know, I was obviously playing some new waters here. <laughs> and man, I tell you what, I was seriously in such a tremendous area um, physically at this point now. Much, mu much healthier, much better. I was becoming stronger at a lighter body weight. And this was something that I really, really needed to attack and push. And from this point, now it was all about... Um, creating new mental growth and you know that 2020 period was very very interesting for me because this was a year of um doing development in terms of my mental gains you know obviously during this time i was doing 400 meters of lunging every single day and i did it for 220 consecutive days a row with a 20 pound vest which is roughly about 10 kilograms man i was loving it i was absolutely loving it um, I don't know what's going on. I'm getting a runny nose tonight. Shit. Anyway, um, so when I was going through this whole entire thing, you know, like it was, it was almost like I had to press the reset button all over again. And I had to press multiple reset buttons to make sure that I got back to a better position. And I didn't mind that. I did not mind that at all because when I did that, I truly, truly developed into a better individual. There's times where I've hit rock bottom. I had to sit down at rock bottom and just comprehend and think about what I was doing. Because if you don't comprehend and think about what you're doing, you're not gonna know how you're gonna get to a different position or a new position to change. So I had to figure that out. When I figured that out, I just became a better individual. I became more aware and clear about certain situations. I took my emotions out of it. No emotions attached. I just did it. So, I had my license at this time. I lost about 26 kilograms, right, in weight. And then at this point, I had to figure out something. I had to figure out a job. How could I get money, right? Because that's what it was all about at this point. So I created a business. And when I created that business, my goodness, that's where everything was really starting to get going for my business. And it was something that I was really, really proud of, actually. Because when I started 360 Functional Movement, that was the start of something brand spanking new. And I was tremendously excited to present something like this to the to the public. However, it's the same thing, is that there's these insecurities for myself about whether this business is going to go off or whether this business is actually going to do something really, really big. And it's all about just not giving up. Don't throw the towel in, man. I truly am not going to throw the towel and I refuse to throw the towel in with something like my business. Just don't give up, man. Don't give up. Because if you give up right now at this point, You've thrown in the towel and you've just decided to call it a day. And that's something I didn't want to do. Anyway, so I was getting to this point and everything like that in my life. And, you know, like about 2021, I had a job in Murdoch at the gym. And then obviously, I now have my business that's actually starting to do pretty well. And in 2021, my business is starting to really grow into the double digits and everything like that. And then I'm trying to create social media pages and everything like that for my business and trying to get that to develop but one of the things now at this point is that 
how can I try and become something of greatness? Because I could do all this work and sometimes the opportunities are just not there for someone like a man like me. You know what I mean? I don't go out of my way to do eight-week eight courses and I don't have professional photography. I don't associate with individuals because I'm not a PT at any of these commercial gyms here in Australia. I am the true underdog of everything here. And opportunities never came to me. They never came to me because I'm not like everybody else. I don't think like everybody else. I don't have the same mentality like everyone else. I don't have the same attitude like everyone else. I don't have the same affirmations as everyone else does on social media. And when you do that, the industry keeps you very quiet. No one cares about you at that point. And honestly, I've tried my best to try and get in contact with some of the industry's best. And honestly, even with all my opportunities, and still to this day, I get people that still laugh at my business. It, um, it never gets to that point of where can I find the wins? Where can I find the greatness? Where can I find the success? And you know what I mean? Like this is the whole generational wealth thing that I was talking about earlier on. Is that I want to die knowing that I gave my family a second shot of greatness. And I want to make sure that I cannot disappoint my brothers to do what they do because I truly, truly care about them. And I have a greater impact on my entire family than anybody else could imagine because it ain't just about me it's about it's about them and one of the things i always tell people all the time when it comes to um when it comes to uh, my brother my brothers is that you know they, they they're disabled so they don't they're, they're non-verbal so they don't talk right they make noises and everything like that is that a 20 is that a 21 years old you know and obviously at 24 years old you know i'm still having to go to these guys and wipe their asses and clean them up and everything like that i'm still making sure that their beds aren't full of urine and piss when they get up at in the morning and stuff like that and make sure that my brother doesn't have an episode episode of a seizure um every single day still at 24 years old and then i still have to worry about a 30 year old man that just doesn't know about who he is as a person and doesn't understand the the ideas of mortality in life and none of them do understand the mortalities in life they're never able to comprehend about death and life and love and friendship relationship money material wealth sex they don't they don't have that in their cohesions and comprehensions they're never going to know what it's like to really have friendship in their life. They're never gonna know what it's really like to love and to make love with somebody. They're never gonna know what it's like to have a six pack and you know sit with your boys and laugh and enjoy the night until 2 a.m. They're never gonna know what it's like to celebrate a New Year's Eve and a New Year's Day because they just don't ever get those type of opportunities ever. And then at this point, when they leave the house and my parents die, I'm the one that has to take over the business and it has to take over the family, period. I have to be the one that makes the executive deals. I'm the one that has to make 
these moves to make sure the safety of my family from everybody from this from the world and this world can be cold nasty and disgusting at times it really can be there is good people out there in this world but there can also be some very evil individuals out there in this world as well that truly do not care about the likes of a nathan liam or raymond and this is the thing that truly hurts about it all is that they will never understand that and i'm the only one who can out of this family out of all the brothers that can understand that and it sucks but it's a blessing in disguise and that's why every single day that i do the things that i do is for my family is for my brothers because it's a disservice to them to make sure that I not put in my 110 or 20 percent effort every single day to try and make sure that they get something out of their lives because if they can't do it I'm gonna do it for them and I do not want to disappoint them and I don't want to be on the side of their bed thinking that I didn't give them that chance and that's why I do the business that I do today with individuals with disabilities because I want to be able to give them that chance that they deserve that person that they can have to lean on to make sure that they can become performed optimally and healthy and ready to go for whatever they had to do they don't even know what it's gonna be like to die they just that's it oh god oh god nothing just nothing just perished just perished and people say that could be the good thing about their lives just that they don't know what it's like no it's not no it's not because they're never to have able to have those type of discussions ever ever it's just they're finished no more they're done they're done when they die they die and that's it all over again and it's gonna be like that with myself man when i die i die and that's it i die and these individuals man you know some people don't get that on social media man and they never will and i'm not here to play the victim card i don't need sympathy from anybody man i'm 24 years old i don't need that shit fuck that i'm not here to be a victim i'm here to tell you the realisms of life and sometimes life can give you some fucking rough cards to deal with rough cards to deal with it is up to you of what you make of those cards it is up to you to find and dig deep to find what you want out of your life and to find your purpose and this whole entire thing here today was to show you that my life was never fucking fair and it never will be to this point life is never fair to anybody life is always going to give you trials tribulations and the hardest of shit as you can imagine possible for yourself to do and i say to people all the time man we're all gonna die we're all gonna die and how we get there how we go about it it's gonna be different from person to person don't leave this planet with grudges man don't ever leave this planet with grudges if you leave this planet with grudges regrets anger hate mistaken it's not gonna live too well man you gotta love life you gotta enjoy it as best you can man because if you don't shit you're never going to be truly rich. You could have all the money in the world, man. But if you never feel fulfilled and rich about everything like that, you're just going to fucking fail and drop right to the ground. You could have all the money in the world. You could have all the women in the world. You could have all the men in the world. But it can never be enough if you don't understand what it's like to really dig deep into yourself internally. 
what is your purpose my purpose on this life is to create generational wealth for the parker family generational fucking wealth not in the wealth in the perspective of money i'm talking about the wealth of knowledge the wealth of power the wealth of responsibility the wealth of leadership that's the wealth i want to keep in my family because how i envision everything and how i envision it all is when i can when i can sit down in the hospital with tubes up my nose inside a white dress and i could say to myself with gray hairs shit i'm okay to go i think it's time for me to go now with my son my daughter whatever my, and my wife and i'm able to leave this earth knowing that i became one of the baddest motherfuckers out there and i was the ultimate underdog that became the quote-unquote overnight success which is the individual that worked 10 years of their absolute asses off to become greatness that's winning that's winning life is not a marathon it's a sprint with no finish line continue to sprint man because you never know when you're gonna die you never know what it's gonna be your time death's powerful man death's powerful death's powerful death can really spark something And I wanted to give this ode to finish off everything to my grandma and to Auntie Charlotte, who both have passed away. Um, this is the words that I wanted to say before concluding off everything. Auntie Charlotte, Grandma, I hope you're doing well up there. These words are speaking from my soul. As I'm speaking right now, I'm almost meditating with just the microphone in front of me. Just thinking about how you're doing, and I hope you're coping well. I just wanted to say I love you both with all my heart. And everything that you did for me during this period of time that you were alive is at the utmost appreciation and love. You truly built and helped out in, in creating the humble beast that I am. But one thing that I wanted you to say, I wanted to say to you guys is that I will continue to live my life, and I will continue to set the tone, set the example, keep it honest, be myself, love all, never hate. Never use hands on anything. Never, never use profanity for the sake of using profanity. And I hope God is keeping you safe. And I hope everything's doing all right up there because you're now in a better place. And what I'm excited about this whole entire thing is that my life's not done yet. In the perspective that when I do pass, a new life starts with you guys. And I hope at some point in time when we do meet, I overexceeded expectations that God gave me. God knew my inevitability with this entire life. However, one thing that he did not know is that he's thinking, damn, 
this man did much more than I even expected. And I want that to be the case. I never want to disappoint you. My mom and dad, my brothers, my friends. And I want to truly become and develop into a leader. A leader that can lead a pack of individuals who are strong-minded, powerful, and overtly dominant at what they do. <coughs> I hope I don't disappoint you. I love you with all my heart. And I hope to see you soon. And regardless of what happens now, from this point on, and whatever happens and occurs with everything in my life at this point, I promise I can't let you guys down. Because it's more than just myself in this world. And I hope I could drop my ego. I hope I could drop my whole entire spirit on this discussion right here, right now. To find some clarity, some peace for this moment in time. Just so I can hear you and feel your spirit and essence around me. And I've been journaling every single night to feel how I feel every day. And while the job, while the gratification is not here just yet, and while the work has not been displayed just yet, in five to ten years' time, that effort, that work, will be shown to the entire world. I am Aaron Carl Parker. And I hope that every single one of you is here today. Have a wonderful day, night, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. God bless you all. Stay strong. Stay incredible. And stay well. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Make sure that you give a subscription to this, drop a comment below and share it out to whoever you can. Thank you very much, everyone. Peace out.